ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Aaron Plessinger, you're a race winner! It feels good knowing everybody's chasing me now. Chasing the cowboy around! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Title 24, presented by NBC Sports. Another great episode for you. Myself, Ricky Carmichael, along with my co-host, Ryan Villapoto, coming at you every single week. Uh, Looking forward to uh, what we got in store. We got a great show here today. Uh, We got this week's winner in uh, San Diego. Uh, Aaron Plessinger is going to be joining us a little bit later. Uh, So that's going to be exciting. I think you guys will really enjoy that, uh, that talk and interview. Uh, but before we get going, definitely got to thank our, our great sponsors, United Motorsports, Quadlock Case, Dunlop Tires, and Boxo. We appreciate you guys, and uh, they're doing all kinds of fun things throughout the years, giveaways, and uh, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're thank you. We're thankful for you guys. Uh, but nevertheless, RV, um, I'm, I'm remote today. I'm going to be coming at you from, from a couple places, uh, as you will see, but um, so excuse me to all the viewers and, uh, and listeners. Uh, I don't have my complete setup, but still, it's going to be a great show. Um, RV, you were there this weekend, bro. And yep. uh, it was exciting. A lot, a lot of stuff to talk about, right? Yeah, there was, man. It's, it's crazy. We, 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 we typically only see, you know, um, crummy weather once, twice a year. I mean, and we've had it twice now, right out of the gate. We're only on, we're coming up into, uh, um, you know, uh, what was it? A two this weekend. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's kept, kept it very interesting. That's uh-huh. what's so crazy. So hard about winning supercross and winning um, this, this championship in the end after 17 rounds uh, because of, of weekends like the last ones we've had these last two weekends. Yeah. It's uh, it's been crazy. So like before we, we were started recording, it's like, I miss Anaheim one. And then, it's a mutter at San Francisco, and then it was muddy certainly this weekend. But at least I like this weekend was raceable, which was really cool. So, so that that was exciting. But yeah, I mean, exciting times for sure. A lot of guys that uh, are plenty capable uh, of winning races. We will certainly get into that a little bit later. So, uh, a lot to look forward to. But I think uh, you know, I think we just ripped the bandaid off uh, on our 450 recap. The United Motorsports moment of the night is Aaron Plessinger. He was so close last year, right, in, uh, in Detroit, and uh, comes up a couple laps shy, such an emotional loss. And, uh, I mean, he's just a fan favorite, right, the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, it was good to see. I mean, I, mean, I don't think there's anybody in our sport that does better interviews than, than AP, right? So 
Um, yeah. stoked, to, stoked to see him get his very first win. Um, he was close last year. Uh, we're just watching replay right now of, of AP's epic ride. And, man, he, he rode the best out of everybody. I know Coop was, was, was kind of you know, starting to chase him down, run him down. But, uh, you know, in the end, AP was able to stand on top of the podium for the first time in the 450 class. Yeah, this to me, like, and I want to, I want to get your reaction. Does this come as a surprise to you, like, in these conditions, or do you, do you like, does it, is it a surprise at all? You know, I think, uh, is it a surprise that AP won? I think if it wouldn't, it would, yes, it would have been a surprise if we didn't have his performance that we saw last year. AP um, was very, very close last year to 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 getting his first win. um, Ended up going down with like two laps to go. Now we, we, we saw some conditions that were favored AP. Um, and actually I had talked to Kyle Chisholm um, walking through the tunnel on the way out, one of the, going back down to the pits. And he had had actually said at, at a certain time that San Diego might've been even harder to ride than, than, um, than last weekend at, uh, really? at it was, I guess it was really, really sticky. And when I walked down onto the tunnel, all the dirt that was coming out on into the tunnel, it yeah. was like Play-Doh. Um, really? so I think between the, the slippery when, you know, when it was very slippery, but also that sticky material, um, I think it was, it was definitely a, a tough situation and it, it, it played into, uh, AP's favor. He rode phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, he's having a phenomenal, uh, season. This is the best that he's ever been. Uh, he's strung it along and, and I've said in the past, I always felt like if AP could get to a mindset to where he was when he's having all that success in the 250 class, um, you know, I think he'll be able to reach his true potential in the premier class. And I feel like that's where he's at this year. He's been pretty outspoken, like in the off season about, um, how comfortable he is on the bike. And because he was comfortable, uh, in the off season RV, he was able to just put in laps and you know how that is, is he was able to go in, put in a ton of laps, work on some things like his technique rather than just going out on the motorcycle and, Every time you're on it, you're testing it, you're changing crap. You know how that is. So, yeah. and, and I, I think what we're seeing is 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 a reaction from that, where he can go out there and he's he's actually riding his motorcycle and he's not wondering how it's working uh, like he has been in the past. And dude, I mean, you know, you know how hard it is. And we talked about it on the broadcast a little bit. When you dig it, dig yourself a hole in the premier class, the 450 class. I personally feel it's much, much harder to claw your way out of that hole compared to the 250 class. And so this is what I really respect and appreciate about um, Aaron Plessinger is he's doing that. You know, you're seeing him do that, dude. He's been down, down for a couple of years, especially those first couple of years at Yamaha when he, he switched to the 450 it was it was less than uh, ideal, as you know. Yes, it's, it's definitely been a it's been a long time coming for him. You know, coming coming off of of, of the two fifty class and is you know championships and race wins and and you know really being a dominant um, player in the two fifty class. Coming to the four fifty, yeah, he's had he's had a rough four. I, I I'd probably say a rough a rough four years ish, right? Yeah. So it's good to see him back up. You know, back up on top. You know and uh, yeah. hopefully keep this rolling. I think for him, man, if he can just get put himself in a position of being in the top five, every single gate drop, that's where a, that's what AP and my, in, in my opinion, really needs to focus on putting himself because the, the guy's got the speed. He's got the talent. 
Um, he needs to put himself at the beginning of the race when the gate drops up front in the top five with those top with those top five guys and stay with them. And I think you can see him on the podium much more and in, the, in this championship fight towards the end of the series. Shows you how good of a guy, too, when we're seeing that tape of all his competitors in the sportsmanship coming up. They're just so amped for him. Uh, a lot different than back in your eyes. Yeah, that's for sure. But, dude, he's a cool guy. It's like, how do you not like the how do you not like the guy? So, uh, you know what? Uh, we're going to we're going to hear from him and he can tell us what uh, tell us about that journey. I'm so excited to uh, to have him on um uh, in the show and uh, it's going to be cool to hear his reaction so that's our uh, united motorsports moment of the night uh if you haven't been to united motorsports remember they got six locations throughout kentucky and ohio you can go in store they got all the products uh, that you will ever need uh online presence is insane also so uh we appreciate you united motorsports uh make sure you sign up remember they're giving cash back uh for first time signups and they'll be giving away gifts uh throughout the season money gifts as well. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, Moving along to Chase Sexton, um, a less than stellar night. I mean, you talk about a roller coaster, you know, he's uh, what third on the opening round. And last week he wins. You're like, Oh man. And when the track was dry um, on that warm up practice, Mm -hmm. I I thought he was off myself personally. Like he didn't have that speed that I was anticipating him to have. Maybe he was just laying low because he knew it didn't matter. But nevertheless, uh, he, I, he was just like non-factor uh, as far as results go. But uh, I got to ask you, uh, RV, what do you, what do you think about uh, what happened with him and Coop uh, colliding as he was going a lap down? Yeah, I mean, look, we all got to see it on the broadcast. Um, yep. and, and also Chase had, uh, had made a post about here. We're watching the replay right now, Coop and, and Chase coming together. Um, I don't think he did anything intentional. Um, there he goes. He lets him, he lets him by, gives him the inside. Um, did you see, Hey, did you see, you like, uh, you like how, uh, Coop was waving. So here you go. Break it down. Yeah. Yeah. So Coop goes up to the inside. They just get together a little bit in that main line. It looked like to me, it was a very, it's a narrow section. There's muddy on the right, muddy on the left and they come together. Right. So, um, yeah, as Coop throws his hand up, you know, not not stoked. Um, no. and nobody, nobody would be stoked in that position. Right. It's like, Hey, yeah, be aware of your surroundings. Um, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't think it would have uh, changed um, the outcome. Uh, Chase Chase came back, did a post about that, said, "Hey, it was nothing intentional." Um, you know, I was going a lap down, and he, you know, he had said he wasn't even in the in the in the game with those guys. So, um, just unfortunate situation. You know, the, you're gonna have those situations every now and then when you have tracks like that we had at San Diego. That you know, the main line is is only a couple feet wide. Um, you know, and, yeah. and it just, it was a bummer, you know, but, uh, like I said, I don't think so you're giving, you're giving Sexton a pass on this one. I'm going to give him a pass. Yeah. I mean, I think I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, you know, uh, heard anything from Coop exactly that, you know, he yeah. was super, super upset about that. I'm sure he was, wasn't stoked about it currently, you know, at, at when we're watching the replay and, and, and when it, when it went down, but, uh, I'm going to chalk it up as a, as a racing incident. Um, you want to, uh, we got some, we got some sound actually yeah, Yeah, from Coop. So, uh, let's roll that sound and see what, uh, the two time supercross champ has to say. Two to go. Uh, from my perspective, I felt like the one got out of AP's way and then charged forward to, uh, to not be uh, out of my way as my personal opinion. And we hit and we both felt belt went down and, um, 
So I was a little bummed on that, but uh, it is what it is. And, you know, I was getting lapped last weekend and felt like I was pretty respectful. So, you know, it'll come around. But it's tough when you're in that position. You you're you don't want to be getting lapped any any means. Um, but just got to respect the leaders. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I take back what I uh, just said. Um, yeah, hey, let's go, not, let's go back and, hey, um, um, our producer, let's roll that, that slow-mo again. And, and if we can... I don't know if we have the ability to freeze it, but right at the top when Chase is at the top, let, can we, can we write like right there? Okay. And he knows that Coop is behind him. He knows yeah. that. I mean, I would assume, you're aware of your surroundings. So mm-hmm. let, I feel like right there, I feel like he should have given way or even perhaps let the dude by coming down that straight away. Like he had nothing to gain, right? He wasn't going to lose a position. I'm talking about Chase here. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to lose. He wasn't going to lose a position. He was where he was. It was only a couple laps left, and that was a critical time. Like I feel in the race, and you know how this is. You've been in this situation several times. Is like he was uh, Cooper was making up some serious time on AP, and he was. You get to these breaking points in a race for everyone, like listening and, and, and watching there's there's moments in races where you can get over that hump and breaking points to where you're like okay i got the win in the bag or or you and if you don't get over that hump or get, break through that point you don't win and i yeah. feel like that was that moment right that there was that moment. yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah just, I mean on one hand i could say that cooper wasn't i mean really he should have gave away on the straightaway coming into yeah. the turn right but Coop yep. wasn't close enough. So then it, Chase goes to the outside. And yeah. then the other thing is on that, Coop kind of, I don't want to say rushed, but really came in there. Um, and they, and, and on one hand, those ruts do come together. Yeah, so should have Coop give him a little bit of space. And then, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, when they both roll over that rhythm section, that 353, three, then Chase can give way and, Ch- and then Coop takes up the inside on the next turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yes, ultimately it is Chase's fault. Um, but I don't think Coop was close enough after the finish line when it go when they made that right hander into that right. double You're double right. or double single that it that there to give way right there he wasn't yeah. close enough so You're they right. come together in the turn um, yeah. you know they, they the next place been, to give away would be they going, like this, yeah. right they so, should have been like this going into the corner rather than like this exactly right. so I I don't see uh, yeah I yeah. understand the frustration from Cooper hot 100% but I also <laughs> I also it wasn't close enough to give way before the turn and uh-huh. I feel like at that point you're not going to go through the guy give the guy a little bit of space and then he's going to break for you and you're going to take the inside um, and then that mistake would have been avoided hopefully right I'm kind of jumping around on our um, on our rundown today uh, just because the the Lawrence Anderson uh, piece is going to take chew up some time, but, uh, yeah. But before we get to that, uh, some notables: JB, hell of a uh, Justin Barsha, heck of a uh, finish. P three, um, great to yep. see him do so well. He was fast all night long, and he was right there lurking the the whole time. One little slip up from the boys, and uh, heck, he might have been first. But he, I mean. He did yep, great. and I think that's that's a good position for 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 Justin. I know he's he, he is um, a fair amount, you know, a fair fair bit of a confidence rider, right? I think that really helps him. So to get knock that you know first podium down of the year for himself and Gas Gas, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, we're going to see some, some, some uh, strong performances uh, from Justin, I think coming up as we, as yeah. we kind of conclude of our West coast swing here. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to start to head East here soon. Yeah. I think he's uh, I think I I'm with you on that. I think he's going to continue to get better. I mean, look how much better he was this past weekend, San Diego, because he wasn't sick. And he said it uh, on the podium that he looks forward to uh, getting stronger and stronger. And uh, he's, he's getting close. Uh, the boxo breakdown of the week. Um, if you haven't uh, checked out Boxo, make sure you go check them out, boxousa.com. And uh, their lifetime warranty is awesome. I'm going there uh, later on this afternoon. I'm going to go to the headquarters and check it out. They're in a new office, but uh, just a great company. And make sure you go by the Monster Energy uh, Star Yamaha Racing Team. They are all set up, and you can see their stuff live in the flesh. Uh, so the Boxo Breakdown this week, uh, an out-of-pocket uh, mistake by by Ken Roxon. Uh, rarely do you see Kenny make these make these kind of slip ups. Yes, yeah. I, I actually I, I I thought Ken would have uh, without that mistake would have stayed where he was. I know that it had closed up AP. I thought Ken could have made a made a um, a rebound and and stayed in that position and potentially won his his first of the year. Um, you know, Kenny in those conditions. The way he rides, I know you worked with him. He's he's pretty very fluent. Um, yeah. You know, I, I thought he was looking really, really good. And then look, he comes into the pits, and that's something you, that's you know that's, that's never it. a good sign to see. Yeah, coming in the pits. Um, I yeah, like that. That was crazy. That was I was not expecting that. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna have his hands full for sure with AP because he wasn't breaking AP. And Kenny is so good those first five laps. He's so explosive. And another place where Kenny is really good is uh, if you make a move on him, he's so good at, try- at like, passing you back also. So, um, yeah, like, and, and, and AP was able to keep with him early. So uh, I, I still think he would have had a great shot of winning. But uh, just from that crash, yeah, I, I mean, if we're breaking down the, the, the wreck, I think that maybe his front wheel wasn't completely in the rut. Yeah. And um, yeah, he kind of cross rutted. So front wheel was on the left side of the rut and rear tire was in the rut and he just, yeah, it just spins a little bit. And yeah, interesting he- when it caught the five footer on the top, it like, yeah. it was almost like a pogo stick and it, you know, snapped back and, and the bike, you know, bike shot out from underneath of him. Mm. Uh, but yeah, cross rutted looks like the same thing with exactly what you said. Front was out of it. And, yep. and the rear tire was kind of climbing also up the inside of that rut right there. You could see it at the last second mm-hmm. uh, and goes down. So, um, yeah, awesome mistake. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, Kenny, as we know, is, uh, dude, he shines on, on, on so many levels, so many conditions, but that especially those conditions. I think that the reason Kenny is, he shines in the conditions that we're at San Diego is because he has incredible throttle control. Mm. Incredible throttle control so hated that for kenny uh would love to see him get a win here at anaheim too some more issues for uh eli tomac from the boxo breakdown uh really just kind of went sideways for him um right there at the beginning of the race he tangles with christian craig and i don't know what what do you see right here rv like yeah, it looked like I mean I know his, his clutch lever was up, lots of lots of dirt on there. Um, yeah, I, tough. I mean, we have some pretty big name. We have Eli, we have Kenny. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some of these guys that you would you would uh, you know expect to do. I don't want to say expect to do better. <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, 
but struggled. I mean, the last two weekends have been, have yeah. been tough uh, for, for, for a lot of these guys. So definitely needs to, needs to rebound. You know, we need to see some rebound from, from a few of these guys to, to keep this points chase close. Yeah. The older guys, it's, it's crazy too. Um, um, that the, the older guys where you would expect kind of like what you were saying to shine in conditions like that, they're just kind of, yeah, they're just, they've had some unfortunate luck. And, yeah, uh, and uh, here's the point. Yeah. So, so let's, let's stick with this for a second. You can see the points. So you look at Anderson, Cooper, Miranda's Tomac, Ken, that's uh, I think everyone needs to keep their eye on that eye on that gap right there. Um, that's to me is those are some really good racers uh, that are going to have to make some moves. I expect them to march up the field just because of the uh, experience that they have. Like what, what is your eye? What is your eye on? Are you, are you surprised they're that far back this early or what? Yeah. Like, you know, I think that, uh, right now the one that's on the bubble for me is, is, um, is Ken, right? He's, uh, we have a Aaron AP with 60 and we have Ken with, uh, you know, that's 18 down. So 18 down is getting up there, you know, like Eli with 12, you know, he's he's down 12 points. Okay. That's, I, I feel like where we're at, we're only three races coming up on our fourth. Um, that's a manageable number 12 down, but 18, you're starting to creep up there near the twenties, you know, that's right. hard to, to rebound um, from, you know, so especially with the field we have. So, um, you know, with uh, Kenny needs to get up there, get himself on the podium and, 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 and in hopes that, you know, we're going to have some other guys falter where that, where the points are going to kind of, you know, have a swing again. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles on a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply and get him back in the mix. Uh, this next little section right here, um, this is a hot topic for sure. And I was, uh, I was kind of trolling social media yesterday, but uh, for, the, for the Dunlop tires uh, due diligence, I tried to, to do my due diligence yesterday, uh, reach out to a couple people. Didn't really get the answers that I was looking for. I could, I could tell that they were tiptoeing um, uh, of, of their thoughts and their knowledge of what happened with the uh, with with the Jet and, and Anderson deal, but uh, let's talk about it, RV. I would love to hear what you have to say, 
And your reaction to this was Jet at a line. Uh, you can see at the top of your screen right now, you know, he pulls Anderson over to start with, wants to have yep. a conversation with him. And I can only speculate uh, that he was just frustrated at uh, that uh, of, of how Anderson was was blocking him, if you will. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, I want to hear I want to hear your I want to hear your hot take, brother. Well, my hot take is, is I, Jason did ride a, a, a majorly wide bike, right? Um, we watched it. Um, it was on the it was on the broadcast, the split screen. Um, Here you go. Jet was having major problems get around him, and part of that was the track being one line. Jet was quicker than Jason, but also too part of that. You know, uh, it, that's part of the game. If 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 Jason can keep this manage this race and keep him behind him, he's not just going to let him by. But ultimately, he did end up letting him by um, in this turn, but a different lap. He went up to the top of the berm, and and Jet was able to go around him. Um, Jet was trying multiple lines, but as you see, the track's slippery. It is one line. If it would have been a typical dry supercross, I, I think Jet would have made his way right through, right around Anderson. But with these conditions, it made it very tough. So the frustration, so Jet being totally frustrated, I could totally understand that. Um, and yes, Jet pulled him over to talk to him. And from my visual, Right here. See, I see right here. Here's where Jason kind of went up, let him by, in my opinion, let him by, you know, he could have gone to the inside line. There's nobody, yeah. nobody was there. So right there, I think, I feel he let him by and then jet comes up, kind of stuffs him up to the top of the bales. Um, I don't see anything wrong there. I think that as the whole battle went, it was very frustrating for jet. And I think that's what we saw at the end of when pulling over, wanting to talk, but what I take from the altercation was, you know, uh, Jason, to me, looked like he was done with the conversation and ready to leave, and Jet grabbed his chin bar on the helmet. Um, you know, like, give it a second. He's going to – they're talking, they're discussing, and then right here, Jason, I feel like he's going to ride away, right? And then Jet grabs his chin bar, and then it yeah. goes. So – um, it's open season then, right? It's oh, it, it, exactly. <laughs> I think that uh, you know you have a twenty-year-old, uh, you know, arguing with uh, a thirty-year-old, thirty-two-year-old. Well, you know, see, uh, he went. He went to take yeah, off. A much older, you know, and and I don't think. Yes, I think Jet overreacted. Um, those were fight. They were fighting for four positions on the track, regardless of of Jason holding him up or not. Um, yep. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't cross jumping him. He wasn't doing anything. He was riding slower than jet and jet couldn't get around him. Um, right. Jet tried multiple. I think jet gave up. He was, jet was trying to pass him everywhere on the track. So Jason could, you know, eventually he gave up. I was like, you know, his, his faster spots on the track or the spots where he potentially could have passed. Jason knew it was coming because jet was trying every section of the racetrack. Um, he didn't specifically wait for him and sit behind him and, and then pounce on him and try to just make a quick move. Um, I thought he, you know, watching, he just looked like he was coming up. I'm going to try to pass here. I'm going to try to, and, and, and Jason would shut him down everywhere. And partly, cause like I said, track was one line track was, was uh, a lot of tight one, uh, one yep. yep. Um, tough track he to pass escape. on in the dry probably. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't escape. Yeah. Like for sure, if it was dry and I talked about it a little bit on the Yamaha track map, the breakdown, and I used the telestrator, like I always feel like those perimeter lanes are for the most part, they're one lined right on dry because you're rarely going to mess up 
on the rhythm sections. So you just run that, uh, you run that perim- perimeter line and everyone fades to the inside on the nineties. So, uh, it actually ended up working out in, uh, in the race's favor, uh, that, uh, it, it wasn't one line and it was muddy, uh, because guys were messing up in the rhythm section. So there was a lot of passing and it was reverse where I thought that the passes were going to happen on all those one eighties. Uh, if it was dry, a lot of the passing, I feel like happened on the rhythm lanes or the whoops where guys were, were messing up. But, uh, just yeah. again, watching this and, uh, my, my two cents after, uh, being able to watch m- multiple clips of it, I think for sure that, uh, that Jet was, um, yeah, he was a little over anxious here. Uh, Jason didn't do anything wrong uh, whatsoever. I would have done the exact same thing. I mean, and you never know. Maybe, like, I've done this millions of times. Not millions of times, but multiple times RV. When I'm, like, pumped up and <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm struggling and it's conditions like that, dude, I'm I'm just going to ride the main line and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to block you a little bit. And- yep. I'm just going to ride my speed, even though it's slower. And you're going to have to find a way to get around me. But I am going to hog up the main line. 100%. Exactly. And that's what, you know, that's, that's all he was doing. Exactly. Um, and I think the reaction was, you know, and I think uh, I think I read somewhere where it was, you know, Jet said, hey, you know, mistake on my part, you know. So yeah. I do know that they both got a little bit of a fine. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Right here we go. Tonight, I let my emotions get the better of me. I let myself down in the heat of the moment. I'll learn from this and my apologies to El Hombre. It was, it was on me. I'll pay your fine. AMA Supercross uh, sent me the invoice and <laughs> uh, per your request, free passes to the free fan zone um, the season. Sorry, mate. So um, yeah, I think that uh, honestly, I think um, I don't think they should have uh, reprimanded uh, Jason. I think he was, he was, he was reacting to um Obviously, what Jet did, nothing crazy. Uh, but yeah, I think that, uh, and shit, it's a thousand bucks. Come on. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's that going to do? That's a lot of money for some people, man. <laughs> yeah, well, not these guys. <laughs> right? I mean, you could fill up that gas in the boat or something, you know? Maybe, yeah. Cold beers or monsters, I gotta, whatever. I put that, that, that premium 93 in that Rolls Royce, baby. <laughs> the premium. That's right. Oh, dude, I love that. I, I love that. Uh, well, like I said, I, I, I go back. Yeah, I think that um, Jet said it perfectly. I love the uh, interaction and him doing basically taking taking uh, personal responsibility. He definitely let the uh, – I feel he let his emotions get to him. And I think he's learning. Like uh, in the 450 class, guys are going to do that. I don't think Anderson did anything wrong. Um, no. shouldn't, it was four position. He wasn't being lapped. And you know what, if he, if he wasn't feeling comfortable, he wasn't feeling comfortable and he wasn't riding the pace that, that, that jet was trying to ride, then jet needs to find a way to get by. And those are, those conditions are super tough to get by. You talked about it. Like there's virtually no, nowhere to pass. So it is what it is. If you don't like and, it, get the whole shot. Yep. And RC, look, I, I made a point of going to mention this on today's show was, is we're not, jet is not dealing with, um, the lights or the, the two fifty class anymore where he was pretty much leaps and bounds better than, than everybody, a bad start, a fall, a tip over. He could manage the race. A lot of times he'd come back and win the race. Um, this is a different ball game. And this is, I think what um, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but probably something they're all realizing as in the four fifty class that 
dude, it's, uh, it's, it's not the 250 class. It's 17 rounds. A lot of these guys are, they're a lot better. So, um, it's how Jet's going to manage the rest of the series. Um, you know, he's, he's still, in my opinion, if not the best guy, one of the best guys, I think you're going to see lots of race wins coming from him, um, throughout this year. But what I see is, 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 you know, the gap has closed a lot. The 450 guys are closer to him. This is supercross. It's not like outdoors um, where the, these littler mistakes you can, um, you can come back from when you make little mistakes, as you know, in supercross, a bad start that just a bad start alone without any other mistakes on the track could cost you the win in the 450 class in supercross. Um, yeah. So they, I, think, I, I think that's what we're seeing that, you know, that, that the 450 class is, is much much deeper a lot more stacked the guys are are better racers and 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 you know yes uh jet one anaheim one and we've had two mediocre races the last two weekends not typical mud races um and it's just a, it's a tougher situation is what i think what yeah we're- it's a, just straight up it's the it's the it's a premier class of smx supercross motocross it dude it's it's the best of the best and what people uh, I want people to understand or realize if you if you you haven't considered this um, is think of the people that he's racing against like what RV was talking about you know like okay Jason Anderson he is a multi time 250 champion he's a Supercross 450 champion um, let's see here Ken Roxon he's a 450 MX champ he's a multiple 450 Supercross winner uh, he's won regional Supercrosses I believe. Eli Tomac, he is a 250 champion. He is a multi-time 450 champion. I mean, you go down the list, uh, even even the guys that he's racing and battling with that don't have 450 championships, majority of them have 250 championships. So they're all yep. is like, and it's just, it's, it's just stacked. So and to, and to your point is from seventh on up, you're right. From seventh, which is Eli sitting seventh right now, he's got a total points of 48 dylan's sitting six with 49 cooper sitting uh fifth with 49 jason sitting 40 you know uh fourth with 49 and then who we're talking about is jason and jet 49 versus 56 jet with 56 so very very um close points race between all those all those guys so um you know they're all gonna fight you tooth and nail if that means riding slower around the track hogging up the entire track and you can't get around that's that's the game they're going to play that, that, that night. And that's what Jason did. Jason looked um, like afterwards, uh, you know, when he did go run, get run up high and kind of like let jet by per se, if you want to call it that um, it looked like, Hey, I, I gave you my fight. I fought tooth and nail. Here it is. Take the position. I'm, you know, arm pump tired, whatever the case may be. Why, why he did that. Don't really know. Um, other than it was, it was uh, he was going to drop in behind him. Yeah. Um, could be interesting. To see, uh, I think the I think they'll move on. I feel like uh, uh, El Hombre made a post yesterday, having fun. I love yeah. it. I uh, like like something like great combo or whatever, and, and tag Jets and look at Jets looking back, throwing his hand up, and little stuff like this is is like for Jet, as you know, RV. He just, dude, he's young. He's and he, you know what, Ricky? To be honest, I yeah. like to see that after the race. Now, I don't want to see fists thrown and, and we have a, you know, this fight cause we're way more professional than that. But I like to see the emotion the, that we get out of these two right here. 
Um, you know, it's, it's our sport is gnarly and there is bar banging and this is part of it. Emotions get high and we see it happening right now with Jet and Jason. Um, so I actually think it, it adds another element to our racing. Um, and it makes our, I think it, it, our fan, our Jason fans, our Anderson fans are stoked and our, and our Hunter or our, our Jet and, um, Jet Lawrence fans are stoked on, on, on seeing this. Right. So right. I, I yeah. like seeing this, it's emotion involved. This is, it's very, very high. And, and, yeah. um, I do think in a way it is good for, to, to show those emotions and have them come out every now and then. I agree. I agree. Uh, 250 recap, heck of a win for Nate Thrasher. Uh, Garrett Marchbanks gets absolutely hosed. Um, I don't think that the lapper, I can't remember who the lapper was. Um, but uh, this does, for me, this doesn't come as a surprise. Uh, Nate Thrasher, plenty capable of winning. The guy's in incredible shape. Uh, I had an opportunity to ride with that whole Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team uh, on a bike ride in the off season. And that dude is, dude is fit, bro. And um, uh, so that doesn't surprise me. He's had a he's had a rough go at it. Remember, he went down um, at Anaheim, won the opening round, and then had a horrible race last week. Uh, so to come back and win, so not surprising. I think maybe he'll get some momentum going for sure. What was the biggest notables for you in the 250 that you want to break down for? Uh, man, uh, I gotta. I mean, uh-oh. I I love the guy, but uh, RJ, man, RJ. <laughs> Yeah. RJ kind of, man, he blew it. He was right there. He had himself in a good position. He wasn't going to win the event. Um, uh, like he just pulled the whole shot here around, got around the first turn there, but some mistakes cost him drastically and very dearly. Um, there was another mistake coming into the whoop section and then mm-hmm. got <clears throat> Garrett was able to get past him. But the, the, the big kicker man was, was the, was the basically two turns from the finish line when he went down we're watching it right now he lands on the outside and just lands where it was slippery goes high sides basically throws him off the bike and that was super costly right there really costly for him. well yeah he went from a possible podium um to way off the podium i think what he lost from that point uh he lost what four positions maybe yeah Three. He, ended up, he ended up sixth he ended up Three sixth on the night yeah two or three. It's just like little stuff like that to your point. And I hate, listen, I'm a RJ fan. Love what he's about. He, he did a lot with a little as, as a young kid. Um, and so I respect that. I respect the hustle and I respect the toughness to get over what he's doing though. He is, he has to be more aware. He has to anticipate like what happened there on the last lap before the, before the, Mechanics, mechanics area, area yep. and you can't you you just have to anticipate and know what's going to happen when you go getting that loose stuff and grab a handful of throttle like it's always situations like that nine times out of ten so he's dude just there's no two ways about it he's got to fix that if he doesn't fix that the same thing's going to happen all the time yeah and then pretty soon you know he's going to lose too many valuable points and and as we know um it could be a very close points race coming down. Yeah. You know, Jordan Smith was 67, Levi Kitchen down eight. Um, Joe's Jeff out. Down Joe's out. Yep. Joe, Joe sitting down 31 out. Um, you know, those are huge ladders to start to climb. You know, we have like Levi still in the chase, Garrett 10 down and RJ 13. You know, RJ really needs to keep that, you know, uh, that, that minus 13 points down. We really need he, these next couple rounds. 
he needs to get that thing up within five to, you know, five oh, yeah. points. hundred uh, percent. And it needs to start this weekend in Anaheim because then they have a, a week break. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then, then after this week, their season's almost halfway done. Now, remember this weekend is a triple crown race. So which is going to throw some big wrenches in, in, in that, right. You know, it is uh, multiple it gate is. drops. I've always said multiple gate drops are always, always tough because uh, anything can happen, but uh, you also wow. can rebound from those multiple gate drops. You know, if you blow the start and the one main event start, that's a bummer, but now you have a, you have a, you have something to re- come back and have you, some redemption on. I know I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of the triple crown. I love, I know it's more starts. You know, it's it's one more start than what they would normally do. Uh, so so there's that. But the abbreviated races, what are they like? 10, 10, 10 minutes plus one yep. lap, something like that. Yep. I mean, all those guys can haul the mail for 10, min- 10 minutes plus one lap. Uh, so you don't have the late race fatigue and, and, and they're not vapored as much. So I love it. That's why I love it. You get to see the best guys in the world face off against each other three times uh, in both classes. It's going to be epic. Also, you know, I like to see which guys in the 250 class who can manage these races the best. You know, there's that element too in the mm-hmm. Triple Crown. So, um, before we get to the uh, NBC promo, the quad lock question of the week. <clears throat> and I had a conversation with this gentleman. He actually pulled me aside. I was going out to check the track out, and it's uh, Corey at Dirtworks. He is a, a avid fan and listener of Title 24. And he asked me, he said, Hey, um, how can I get some quad lock stuff? JH was supposed to hook me up and he won't like, he just, he won't get back to me. So, um, come on, Curly. Yeah. Curly's dropping the ball. So Corey, guess what, dude, you win the uh, quad lock question of the week. Uh, now you're going, you will get your product. And I want to see that, uh, quad lock, um, the mount put on the, um, the 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 dozer. Yeah. Yeah. In the dozer. Whatever it might be. So um, I want when you get your product, um, I want you to uh, I want you to display it. I want you to take a picture and show us how you're using it in the uh, in the heavy equipment. But you've been doing a great job. Um, crap conditions, pushing around mud. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, Corey. Corey asks three winners in three rounds. Who are the next three winners? Question mark. Eli? Question mark. Webb? Question mark. Kenny? Anyone else? Take it away, RV. Yeah, I think Coop's due for a win here. Um, I think if I'm if I'm a betting man, if I'm going out on a limb right now and happen to pick somebody, I think Coop's uh, due for a win. He hasn't started like we talked about before after after our first show after Anaheim won. That was a a, a really really strong performance from Coop coming out of Anaheim one. Normally starts off a bit slow, so I'm I'm saying, and then also his ride here at San Diego really closing in on, on AP towards the end there um, in tough conditions like we've talked. So I, I, I'm expecting Coop to be the next, uh, the next guy on, on, on the top of the step here. He's been riding really well. Yeah. The, Yamaha, the Yamaha looks like it's been working really well for him. And uh, he's showing a lot of, even when I was there, you know, I was up in the TV booth with you watching the race and, and um, he's showing a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, sprint speed. He's pushing to me more than I've seen him push um, in a while. Normally you see when Coop gets on a roll, it's, and you see these, the, the amazing riding that he can do. 
Um, it's normally kind of coming through the pack. It's not this early in the season. What I'm seeing is some really good things from, from Coop, you know, um, in these last three rounds. So you think, yeah, I, I mean, he looks awesome. I think he has the eye of the tiger. I think he's a, one of the top championship contenders, um, for sure, because of what you said, dude, looks like he's got his stuff together. He looks fit. He's lost, he's lost some weight. Um, looking a little bit more chiseled, which, I, I always think help. I always mm-hmm. think it helps for sure. And uh, I just, dude, he is so savvy. He looks good. Uh, I think he's going to be great in the, um, in the, in the triple crown. And the reason that I say that is because he is great at managing uh, those, those races. I believe um, out of the three guys that Corey talked about, Kenny, Eli and, and Cooper as like through last year, um, Eli had the best record in the, uh, in the triple crowns. Um, I know things are different, but Eli's capable of winning, winning also. But I think I, I second what uh, you say RV is I think that Coop is in the best position uh, to, to win uh, the first guy to get, get a win out of those three guys. I think Kenny is a close second for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, Eli with his, with his heat race victory, um, you know, uh, this at San Diego, I think that was a good confidence booster for him. Tough conditions. Like we talked about, you know, uh, dragging your feet and, you know, being that it was a, a, a Achilles injury down there by your foot. So, um, he was looking strong too. So, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's going to be Coop, uh, but it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if it was Eli and Kenny, Kenny yep. right there. Like you said, yeah, totally. it's close, close third too. So totally. Corey, good question, my man. Um, you know what I would tell you, like, like we normally do with all of our listeners and viewers slide into the DM, but, uh, you know what, slap Hurley around and say, give me my product, my, my quad lock, uh, case product. Uh, if you haven't checked out quadlockcase.com, go check them out. Uh, they got great stuff. Anything that you're ever going to need. Like I said, the charge is good. They got a little magnet, uh, wallet that goes on the back, uh, for your case as well. And then of course the mounts. Whether uh, you're in a bulldozer, you're in a skid steer, whether you're on a, in a, on a UT, driving a UTV or, or adventure bike, whatever, mountain bikes, they got, they got you dialed. Just go check out their, uh, <clears throat> their website. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, that's it. For- Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Quadlock question. Um, big weekend in uh, motorsports uh, for NBC. Got a little promo. There you go. IMSA back on it. The Michelin Pilot Challenge on Peacock. That's Friday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern time. <clears throat> then Saturday, 1.30, the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Championship. Opening hours of the Rolex, 24 hours. Lee Diffie is going to be on the race call. That is going to be a long race. 
Daytona International Speedway. Uh, again, that starts at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Race Day Live, as you guys know, starts 3 p.m. Eastern. Practice and qualifying, that's on Peacock. And then the Super Motocross World Championship at Anaheim, again, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. I love that time slot. It'll be live on Peacock Sunday. The WeatherTech uh, Championship Rolex 24 continues 6 a.m. on the USA Network, uh, continuing on uh, through uh, NBC from 12 p.m. Eastern time, the conclusion of the 24 hours, uh, Rolex 24 hours at Daytona will be live on NBC. Make sure you check that out. I know for sure that I will be, um, I'll be flying home. So uh, I'll be checked in, listening to the boys, uh, TB, Townsend Bell, and, and, and the other guys that are, uh, well, actually, I don't know if Townsend's going to be on, on that broadcast, but Lee Dippy will be on there. Uh, so some fun stuff. Make sure you check out um, SMX Insiders, obviously, also, too, um, with Weege and JT. That's every Thursday. RV, we got a special, we, we got a special guest. The time has come uh, that we get to introduce. First time 450 winner. Uh, just, just this past weekend, right up his wheelhouse with the conditions. Not a total quagmire, but uh, a rideable, raceable racetrack. And uh, it's Red Bull KTM's Aaron Plessinger. Oh, man, I feel like a, a college football coach right now. Everybody rushing over to me like in the middle <laughs> at the end of the game. But, uh, oh, man, it felt great. It felt like it should, I guess. Uh, you, you have the points lead, so that doesn't happen by accident. That doesn't happen the result of one race. So how does it feel to know that you're in this thing for the championship? You're leading the way. It feels good knowing everybody's chasing me now, <laughs> chasing the cowboy around. The man, welcome to the show, Aaron Plessinger. You're for, coming off your first premier 450 Supercross win, bud. And uh, I just got to say, we got to say, myself and RV, congratulations, my friend. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was fun. Thanks for having me on, boys. I appreciate it. It's, uh, yeah, it feels good, man. <laughs> hey, uh, a long time waiting for sure. And uh, we were uh, talking a little earlier and, dude, you had an incredible 250 career, right? I mean, you and I have talked about it uh, when you were living in Tally for a while. And, uh, you know, and I had always thought that if you could get back uh, to, to where you are right now, that, man, it, things will start to go go well for you. And I feel like that's kind of where you're at. I feel like, uh, you know, you know how to win. You know how to ride. And uh, I, I feel like you're you are riding as well as you ever have, like you did when you're winning all those races and championships in in, in that 250 class, dude. Yeah, man. I uh, like I've been saying to everybody, I like this year was one of the most solid off seasons that I've I've had ever, and uh, that is like one of the most important parts. Like usually, I'm you know battling an injury from prior seasons or you know crashing in the off season or whatever and and only getting like a month on the bike this time you know I I only had like two weeks off of training but I honestly think that that helped me coming into the off season and and not having that time to let my body you know relax and and get all you know fat on the cheeseburgers and stuff (laughs) 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 but yeah I just kept in I just kept in really good shape and I think that helped uh 
coming into the riding and then obviously the the changes to the bike that that the boys made out here and it was just such a smooth transition um just coming from off season into the race season and i knew i was going to be good i just didn't know i was going to be you know winning races this soon yeah, AP. Well, congrats. Um, it was it was good to see uh, you knock that first one. First one, um, get that one in the record books. You know. So, is your motorcycle far from last year's motorcycle, or you or is, is are you on pretty much the same platform as last year? And you just had lots of time to prep yourself and uh, and get you get get up to speed and, and fitness. Uh yeah. So uh, I believe uh, from last year there is some major changes. Uh, Obviously, um, I think we're still on the 52 fork last year in Supercross, and um, obviously we got the we got the new frame. And um, uh, other than that, I, I don't think too much is different. But those are major, major changes, obviously. And uh, and yeah, I think uh, just with both of those changes, it took so much rigidity out of the bike. And last year I felt like I was, you know, going through the corners, feeling every single bump and going through the whoops. Yeah. Off of the, just kind of hitting straight up and down. Um, and uh, it seems like with this setup, I can run what I want to and not have to have the bike, you know, stink bugged. I can have it low in the rear and, and stiff in the front. Like I like it and I can maneuver the bike the way I want to. And it drives off of the whoops and, and drives pretty much everywhere. I have so much more traction with, uh, with this package. It's, it's actually crazy how different it feels from last year's bike. Wow. Wow. That's good to, good to hear. Yeah. That, that's incredible. That's, that, that's good stuff. Coming into uh, San Diego, AP, um, walk us through your feeling and was there a certain time in the race or a certain time in the day whatsoever that you thought, like, I mean, you obviously want to win all the races that you, yeah. you enter, but were, was there ever a, a moment within the day or that main event especially where you were like, dude, this is for real? And I, I, I'm going to get this thing, this thing tonight. Was it like myself personally, I thought like when you reeled Kenny in, like for, for me speaking, that would have been enough affirmation and confidence to be like, tonight's my night. Like, what was that? Was there a moment for you uh, that, that was like that for the, the night? Uh, yeah. Well, I can tell you it definitely wasn't during time qualifying um, <laughs> because I, uh, yeah, it, uh, qualifying thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, well, we won't talk about practice, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was probably. It was probably um, when I did reel Kenny in in that heat race, and uh, I, I passed him, and then he passed me back, and then I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just. Uh, battling and i know kenny likes to do that you know i like to, he likes to get in your head by passing you right back and it usually mm -hmm. works on me and uh i knew exactly when he went to the left of the whoops i was like that side's nasty and i got i had a really really good line through him and i just yep. made it work <laughs> and uh and it seems like they couldn't really get around the track as well as i could and that 
to me, gave me the most confidence. And I knew it was going to be a little bit more dry but um, in the main event, but I knew it was, it was also not going to be perfect. And that's what, that's what I like about it. And that's what I like about those conditions is you can, you can still ride hard but you got to watch, you got to watch and it can really bite you like it did uh, Kenny in the main event. And um, it's, it's kind of, you just got to be smooth and, and really pick your lines like Mm -hmm. smart. Um, But yeah, when I, when I reeled in Kenny in that heat race, it gave me a boost of confidence that uh, I think carried on throughout the night. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a lot like, you know, go back to some woods riding and that slippery and nasty, really got to stay on your toes and pick your lines, but also keep the speed up. And it's really hard to do. Like those are some tough conditions. It looked like it was really sticky, but also very slippery in spots. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was like, it was like you, you thought you could go out and, and rail these good looking ruts, but as soon as you would stick your front tire in, it would just blow right out and it was such a hard base from where we practiced and where they had built the track and where they did press day. Um, and then it rained. It was, it was a lot like Salt Lake, um, Salt Lake city last year when it rained after, you know, practice Mm -hmm. and stuff and, and just that hard base, but also everything on top where they had fluffed it up, just mush. So you really, really had to be on your toes for that one. Hey, Aaron, uh, your journey to get here, where you're at right now, and, and that Red Bull team, Red Bull KTM team sticking behind you. I mean, you, uh, you know, you had an epic uh, 250 career, a lot of success. I mean, dominance. And, uh, you know, it was a rough patch for sure. I, I mean, I have no problem talking about it. If you don't want to talk about it, it's, uh, you know, and, and I just want our viewers and listeners to understand just where you were at in those days i mean i felt for it but i always believed in you i'm like dude i i would always say i'm like if he could just get some good races under his belt he he knows how to win if he can get that feeling again mentally i mean but but when you went to red bull ktm and now where you're at like walk us through the journey like just briefly of if you ever thought that you could get back here to where you're at now like you're the you're the dude yeah yeah man i i mean it was it was really, really tough, um, the, especially in 2019 because, you know, 20, 2019 is when I shattered my heel and, yeah. and I was coming off of the, the 250 championship and I was, I was going into 450 and, and it was kind of a surprise that I did go to 450, um, but I was, I was ready for it either way. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to come in and, and, you know, everybody was struggling with the bike there and I was like, you know, I'm going to turn this thing around. It's, it's going to be awesome. And, and, uh, I just had the mindset that I was going to go in there and, and really get things going. And then, uh, once things almost started to turn around, they took a turn for the worse and I, I shattered my heel and, and it kind of, uh, I mean, I was, I was still in a good mindset, um, uh-huh. because I was still training and doing everything. And, and, um, it was like one day, I, my heel wasn't healed just enough and, and I was already mountain biking and road biking and stuff. And, and, um, I went back to the doctor and, uh, he put me in a soft cast and told me that, you know, I had four more weeks to just do nothing. And 
that's when it, I was actually on the way to mountain bike at the time. And, uh, that's when it kind of hit me in the face and, and I, yeah, I struggle with that a lot. I think I, I, (laughs) I went back home and sat for like five hours outside on my back deck and just didn't really know what to do. And, Mm -hmm. um, that was probably the toughest part, but, um, you know, I kind of just pushed through and I didn't really think of it as, I mean, I definitely thought of it as a setback, but I was also like, what else do I have to do? You know, what else am I going to do other than, you know, get myself back into shape, keep myself healthy and, and just when the time comes, get back on the bike. And, um, you know, I did that and I got back to racing. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't pretty at first, but, um, uh, you know, two more years or a year and a half with, with factory Yamaha and then star bought out Yamaha and, and, uh, I turned it around there and got some really, really good results. I got, got my first, uh, 450 podium and then, um, you know, Red Bull KTM recognized that and, uh, I signed with them and, and then again, it was, it was kind of like, uh, uh, a guinea pig period of, they were coming out with a new bike and, and I was like, dude, this thing is going to be sick and everything's going to be awesome. And I went into <laughs> the mindset, you know, we're going to freaking win this thing. And then, uh, you know, we struggled like, like every team does with new bikes and, and, yep. uh, it's explainable and, and understandable, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just really cool to see where we were struggling and, how they went about it you know um it didn't happen you know when the snap of a finger but it also when it did happen i mean you guys are seeing it now it's it's turned around completely and um and they they worked their butts off to do it and and to pee here now uh you know i i didn't think i was going to be back to this spot in in 2019 when i was sitting on my when, when i was sitting on my couch with my heel you know sky high and and um it 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 feels really really good to to know that i didn't stop in that uh particular time and i kept pushing on so it's uh it's it's a good feeling for sure yeah no totally man the feet you know i mean i didn't break my heels but you know did my leg and it's a long time to sit on the couch and just, you know, have all those <laughs> thoughts and, you know, things run into your, through your head and, and wanting to get back out there, but you can't. And, uh, but yeah, nonetheless, it's good to see you, you know, back up, back up front in a field like we have today too, you know, like that's the other thing, like, man, there's so many factory motorcycles on the line right now. I mean, literally the top 10, I mean, you probably go back to 12, 13 ish that, that, that we got factory motorcycles out there and the field is absolutely stacked and, and uh, man, you're sitting there with the red plate, just knocked that, you know, knocked down your first win. So it's all looking up for for the cowboy. Yeah, man. It, it like I said, it feels it feels awesome. And uh, I didn't even know that I I got the red plate until uh, I think Will told me on the track yeah. right there. And I was <laughs> like, dude, no way! I was like, no way. Well, and, you, uh, you. Yep. Sorry about that. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was just going to say it, it feels awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously. You, des- you deserve it, dude. You deserve <laughs> it. You earned it. We talked about it on the broadcast, JP. It's like this is the best start that you've ever had uh, in the 450. And, dude, like enjoy that thing. That's what it's all about, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep it as long as I can. You know, the last time last time I got a red plate, I didn't lose it. So hopefully, uh hopefully we can continue that trend and uh you know, as as good as it felt or as good as it feels to have won that race, um I think, you know, my body and my brain tell is telling me that the the job's not done yet and it's still a lot of races and um and I think uh I think I'm gonna be one of the one of the heavy hitters when it comes down to the end of it. Hey, you've built a hell of a culture and a brand for yourself and and tell us and the fans watching and listening to this, like like what 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 the what it's been like and the reaction from your win and and what you've seen from the support, even from your peers, the guys that you race again week in and week out, like walk us through <laughs> that, dude. Tell us about it. Man, it, I mean when I, when I come off the track, uh, right there, it's, it's so cool to, you know, I've, I've raced these guys, a lot of them up through amateurs and everything. And I've watched these guys on TV and everything growing up. And, and it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it feels so cool to, to see them appreciate me. Like, like I've appreciated them in the past. And, you know, I've, I've been, I've been so stoked for, for, all of these guys on the track at one time, you know, um, I remember texting, uh, AC when he won his championship and, and I remember, you know, being with Coop when, when he won two or three of his championships and, and it's just cool to, to see them, you know, recognize me and, and, and see them appreciate me like I've appreciated them. And, and it's, it's cool to see, everything come around and and uh i appreciate them appreciating me <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's um you know uh, look you, you everybody would have loved to see it i'm sure yourself to to win right out of the gate but you know to win for you i think almost four years into 450 you know um mm -hmm. it's that much sweeter when you have to wait this long i'm sure you know um, <laughs> and it's and it's really cool like you said to see all those guys kenny's got wins adam's got some wins um, you know, Eli, all of those guys have wins. Um, and you're like one of those guys that, you know, was, 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 is right there, but finally now you have it and you're in that, in that group of winners now. Um, and, and I, and I think that sports kind of changed too. Like, you know, I don't think back in my day or Ricky's day, you'd see everybody hanging out there on the starting line waiting no. for to come <laughs> off. Like, shot. <laughs> um, you know, so, and I, and I like that. I like that the sport is changing and, and everybody, like you said, is appreciating the effort that goes in from, from all, all aspects. Um, and to see a fellow competitor that's been at it for this long, um, and have had a win elude you for last year at Detroit, um, you know, and, and to get out there and see, it, it's kind of, I, I always say it's kind of like the wakeboard, the snow, the ski snowboard, that type of mentality. Now it's, we're seeing a little bit more of that where, where people are more friends and it's not so isolated and, and you don't feel so alone. Right. It's really cool yeah. to see that everybody, you know, coming off and congratulating you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it feels good. And it, it does feel like it's, it's leaning towards that, um, that snowboard ski kind of thing when, when mountain bike vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You do a trick or you come down the hill fast. Uh, everybody's stoked. They're like, they're yeah. like stoked to see you do that trick or do whatever because right. it's unreal. And you, you got a, a God given talent that's, um, yeah. 
but not everybody has. So, yeah, it's it's cool to see the sport kind of leaning in that direction. Hey, tell us uh, our producer, Aaron, he wants to know uh, the particular uh, dance move that this was. You had a ton of them in the 250s. <laughs> <laughs> because Aaron Plessinger doesn't have to think or wish he's won a 450 main. He is a 450 main winner. Oh, yeah. what, well, I don't which know what came that? out. It, it started. It started as bull riding, and then it went into a little, you know a little bit of hip thrusting and some squatting there. And yeah, um, that'd be that'd be much appreciated around around Texas, Oklahoma area. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude, so I'm not like sure you come up with a name with that for that dance move, but uh, I'm not sure there is one yet. <laughs> Hey, um, I'm sure there's going to be a meme running around Instagram oh, here shortly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't. Hey, I'm looking forward to you getting some more. It's always fun. You do a heck of a job. We appreciate uh, we appreciate you just how raw and real you are. And I, I certainly I'm sure I'm speaking for every fan in Supermoto Cross. Uh, dude, you're you're raw. You're real. And uh, it's been cool what you've been able to do, dude. It sure has. It's exactly what the sport needs, you know. Um you know, looking back at myself living inside a box, Dunge living inside of a box, you know, me, uh, I did. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's good to have, you know, we need more of that. So keep, keep up, keep it up AP. We, I, I really enjoy it. You are the best interviewer or give the best interviews. Um, <laughs> you know, especially when you're, when you're, uh, when you're standing on top of the box, there's nothing better. Man. Well, coming from you guys, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my best and and try to try to extend these um these uh podium interviews hopefully up on top of the box but um yeah it's uh I'm gonna try to do it again this weekend at the Triple Crown baby. Right. <laughs> yeah, do you like, hey, do you like the Triple Crown? Uh, when I get good starts, yeah, yeah, there it's a go. great time. But what did um, I say, RC? What did I say yeah. on the show? Yeah, you, you're right. <laughs> RV's right, dude. He's right. I said that's what I said, AP. I said AP's in the hunt here, and I said the only thing he really needs to 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 do is put himself inside the top five every gate drop. And if he can put himself inside the top five, he's got a chance to podium, if not win this thing, and stay in it for the long haul. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely do, and it's 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 showing now. And and uh, A one was definitely my fault. Um, I should have been, I should have been on the podium there, but, uh, I spun off the gate in San Francisco and, and then, um, this weekend I made sure I, I got up there and I was, I was in the mix, uh, in the first couple laps, but, um, but now I got my start styled, but just gotta, like I was telling everybody after a one, I just got to figure out how to go around the first corner again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, um, Congratulations on what is hopefully uh, the first of many wins and, and perhaps a championship. Uh, thanks for joining RV and I here on, on Title 24. Uh, it's an honor to have you here. We appreciate you giving us uh, the time, brother. Uh, we're happy for you, for sure. And uh, we want to keep seeing you do what uh, you know how to do. You know how to do. So uh, congratulations again, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate you, boys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, right. It's always a good time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be back sooner than later. <laughs> All, right. All right, brother. So incredible to uh, to have that guy, dude. You know what we should have done, RV? And I completely forgot we text him. We we should invite him to the uh, the live show, dude, on on Thursday. Yeah. 
<clears throat> That'd be good. Yeah, bring him up on stage, get a little more info, get talk about this Triple Crown coming up. Yeah, it should be real good. Yeah, so um, for those of you guys that haven't been tuning in to our social medias and all that, we're doing the first ever Title 24 live show this Thursday before Anaheim uh, RV has some details. I am super pumped for it. Uh, we're going to be having some good times. Uh, you will not be disappointed. But RV, give it, give us, uh, give our viewers and listeners the details. Yeah, man. So we're just just on the other side of John Wayne Airport Thursday night. I believe it starts at six o'clock. We're going to have some food. We're going to have drinks. Uh, we got a DJ and we'll have myself uh, and, and you, Ricky, up there. We're going to get some pre-race talk in about the Triple Crown. Um, you know, we're going to do a lot of speculation, spe- speculating, bench racing coming into Anaheim, too. So I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, it is oh, yeah. our first live show. Um, so don't miss out. I think this one's going to be intimate. It's going to be, um, it's going to be what the fans, um, you know, what you guys want to see, what you want to hear, uh, we'll have some championship bikes on hand and, uh, ultimately we're just gonna have a good time and you'll be able to access myself and Ricky on a, like I said, on a very low key level and where we can really, uh, you know, open up and have talks and conversations with you guys, um, that you probably wouldn't have anywhere else other than live at the title 24 show. Hundred hundred percent. I can't wait for it. Uh, probably have a couple uh, um, uh, beverages, so that that'll right. always be nice and get us get us loose and talking. But yeah, I'm looking looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like uh, like RV said, vintage uh, and championship bikes will be there. We got a DJ, food, cocktails, all that fun stuff, and just talking about stories. Whatever you want to ask us, we'll uh, we're going to be happy to uh, entertain you guys and. Uh, probably share some light on some fun stories that you guys had never heard of or that we've never had an opportunity to talk about and really just give back to you guys. And, uh, and because without you guys and the support and all the viewership and listeners, uh, title 24 wouldn't have been uh, as a success as it has been. Uh, Damon Bradshaw, he was one of my heroes. Look at uh, Richie Lane, the guy that is basically putting all this together. He's got uh, DB coming. So uh, that will be awesome. Yep, I just talked uh, talked to the beast from the east, and he's coming in. Uh, we're gonna we'll probably get up get him up out of the spectators area. We'll bring him up on stage and probably add him in for into in, into the show for a little bit. That'll be a be good time. Good buddies with Damon, and he's always a, he's always fun to hang out with. I can't wait. That's going to be good. So we'll have all the details. We'll be pumping it out on our uh, on our social media sites. Not only uh, myself and Ryan's uh, Instagram and. Twitter or X, whatever it is, uh, also on the Title 24. So I uh, look forward to uh, seeing you guys. Make sure you get on it because uh, the, uh, the seats are going pretty quick here. We've got a lot of yeah. traction in the last couple of days, so they're, go- they're flying by. It's, it, uh, you will not be disappointed. Um, rolling on, so after the live show, uh, Anaheim this weekend, Triple Crown RV. I love the Triple Crown. We talked about it earlier in the show. Aaron, roll that track map. First thing that I see, well, you got the tunnel. A lot of stuff happening right here. A lot of short shoots, a lot of uh, tight sections. When it's tight sections like that, I feel like it's hard for a lot of guys to get away. Um, I like the faster start uh, s- sections also across when they go across the start straight, cut back across the start straight. But those st- those short shoots, I call them, or short, shorter sections are going to be really, really tough. 
I mean, I was just watching, you know, coming up from underneath the tunnel there, you were, you were making a, making um, a point of saying those really tight, some very short sections there. Um, right. That's going to be, be tough to pass. Track looks big. I think we're going to have a little bit longer lap times this weekend. Um, I always love when they add the tunnel in because it, it definitely extends the track. You don't get into lappers as, as quick. And, and I think you pretty much get, you actually almost get probably two extra lanes when you add the tunnel in. So stoked to see that dirt, dirt works is going to um, do a great job with this build. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. That's a, a heck of an, a heck of a show. One of our best ones so far. I know we only got four in the can uh, this season, but uh, Aaron, Thanks for uh, joining us again. Appreciate the uh, first-time winner. It's going to be excited, exciting to see his journey uh, this season, RV. I will see you on uh, Thursday and all of our fans at the live show. And uh, before we get going, like always, we got to thank uh, Boxo USA, uh, United Motorsports, Quadlock Case, and, of course, Dunlop Tires uh, for coming along with the ride. Remember, you can always uh, watch us on Peacock. We're on demand and, of course, motorsports on NBC's YouTube page. And then uh, we're on all of the iPod um, applications. So uh, wherever you listen to your uh, um, podcasts, we're on all of those. So uh, we appreciate all the support here. And um, we'll see you guys Thursday. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie, and fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.